1: 7600670 or you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're on our website, feel free to click on that radio page. You can check out some past shows and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcast or Spotify. Also, feel free to check out our blog page at safeharboroh.com. And if you wanna watch some videos on some different types of financial topics, check out our YouTube page just by typing in Safe Harbor Retirement Group. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us if you have any questions, or if you wanna set up a face-to-face meeting, a Zoom call, or even a conference call. Now, during the 2020 presidential campaign, we heard a lot about plans for COVID-19 vaccine development and distribution, as well as cautious plans for a return to normal life, and with good reason. After all, the pandemic has been the dominant issue throughout the world for nearly a year and a half now. Yet, despite the pandemic's outsized importance, there are other pressing political issues that have to be addressed. Now, accordingly, President Biden's tax plan proposal was probably the biggest political and economic issue we're likely to see for at least the next several months. On today's show, we're going to spend some time breaking down the plan, and most importantly, how it may impact you, your wallet and your overall financial strategy. But before we begin peeling back the details of the Biden tax plan, let me introduce to you my co-host this week and every week, and that's Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today?
0: Well, I'm good. It's good to be here with you today, Corey, and I think the word taxes is enough to stop a lot of folks in their tracks, but it's good to know what's coming down the the pike as far as taxes. I think we all assume they're going to go up here at some point. I think that's a safe bet, but eager to get into that but yeah i've had a great week i just had to spend some time with down with the parents not had to but uh well i kind of had to my dad had a little accident with broke a couple of ribs so he's resting that means i have to do all the uh yard work and stuff around the house for him but uh, that was good good to get some things done this weekend how about you did you enjoy the nice weather last weekend
1: yeah i did i did last weekend you know last weekend the weather was beautiful Um, got to, you know, go out, actually got out a couple days to play a little bit of golf. And of course, you know, the weather this week is, uh, you know, going to be, you know, it's been rainy. It's also going to, uh, you know, cool off a bit too. So, you know, welcome to, uh, May in Ohio. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, yeah. If you don't like
0: the weather, just wait a day. It'll change.
1: That's, that's exactly right. But, uh, yeah, it's been good. You know, business is good. Definitely meeting with a lot of clients and prospects right now, and uh, you know, uh, you know what we're going to talk about today. I think is a pretty good thing. I think a lot of people really need to think about diversification of a tax strategy. Um, You know, there's a lot of stimulus been you know taking place over the last you know year and a half. Um, Looks like there's more on the table. You know, from a political standpoint. So at some point in time. Someone's going to have to start paying, you know, paying back some of this yeah. stuff. And we're going to talk about some of that today.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. You know, over $6 trillion in, um, you know, relief packages, stimulus packages. And then now uh, $1.9 in uh, infrastructure. And now there's a family uh, uh, proposed anyway. So there's a lot proposed. And the tax plan, uh, they've got to cover it somehow. So, you know, um, our tax is going up. Are they going down? I think we can safely say we know they're not going to go down from where they're at right now. But tax policy is something that affects pretty much everybody out there, every American, whether directly or indirectly. So talking about this Biden tax plan is going to make for a terrific show.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. And, you know, right off the bat, Tony, you know, I'll note that we're going to take a high level approach to how we talk about the plan today. You know, we'll get into some major elements and talk about them in some broad terms you know, as you listen, you know, if you hear something that you think may be a significant uh, direct impact on you, I'd highly recommend, you know, jotting it down and then reaching out to a tax professional, you know, to discuss it further, even, you know, or even give me a call or set up a conference call or Zoom meeting so we can kind of discuss some of your questions.
0: That's right. And financial professionals like yourself, I know you and and the CPAs you work with, are going to make sure you completely understand Uh, some of the plan's finer points and how they'll affect your clients. Uh, What do you have first for us today, Corey?
1: Well, you know, Tony, we're going to use uh, an Investopedia article titled Explaining Biden's Tax Plans as our, you know, as our uh, main discussion for today. And before we kind of get rolling, I kind of want to also emphasize, emphasize to all of our listeners out there that the Biden tax plan is just that. It's a plan. You know, it's going to be debated, it's going to be negotiated and, and, and possibly even changed. After that, it will need, you know, to pass both the House and the Senate. And then after that, all that, Biden will be able to sign it into law. So long story short, at this point, we do not know which parts of the plan, you know, is going to make it into the final bill. But the plan's first significant component that the article addresses is the proposal to restore higher tax rates and the alternative minimum tax. So Biden's plan would repeal the, you know, the tax reductions that were passed in 2017. And that means the top individual federal tax tax rate would return to the 39.6% from its current 37%. And the corporate rate would jump back to 28% from its current 21%. And I think everyone understands that because that's really been in the news.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The corporate tax rates, they are they're trying to really increase them. Uh, what does that mean, though, for the average person?
1: Well, I think that's a great question. It's a good way really to get us started today, Tony. Um, you know, for people with incomes of $400,000 or more, itemized deductions would be capped at 28% instead of the percentage tax rate that applies at a higher tax bracket. Rates would be tiered in such a way that folks with incomes below 400000 would not face any increases at this time.
0: Wow. I'm sure the notion that incomes below that $400,000 mark likely won't be impacted by a rate increase is a relief to a lot of people out there. Give us a little more information about what's going to happen though with those incomes north of 400000
1: Yeah, Tony, no problem. You know, taxpayers whose income is more than $1 million would pay the same rate on investment income as they would on wages. Also, the so-called carried interest loophole, which is claimed by numerous private equity and hedge fund managers, uh, would vanish as well. So, if you're not familiar, what this really refers to is the fund managers paying capital gains tax credits, which are currently 20%, rather than ordinary income rates on their carried interest. So, it allows them to continue high fixed rate participations in their funds' profits while contributing very little, if any, capital investment. But that would no longer be possible, you know, if the plan passes as currently written. Okay.
0: Uh, You're giving us a good breakdown. So what does the Biden plan have to say about corporations?
1: Well, the corporate rate, rate, Tony, would jump back to 28% from the current 21%. Now, as we noted a few minutes ago, you know, in an really in an effort to block profitable companies from avoiding taxes entirely, all corporations would be subject to a 15% alternative minimum tax on profits of $100 million or more. So corporations would be on the hook for the regular tax or the alternative minimum tax, whichever is greater. Additionally, the Biden plan would also go after companies that export jobs overseas while incentivizing investment in infrastructure, green energy, transportation and manufacturing. It would also boost taxes from the current 10.5% to 21% on global intangible tangible low taxed income. So at this point, it's nearly impossible to pre- really to predict what impact these tax changes may have on corporate, you know, stock valuations and accordingly. So the value of stock portfolios and retirement savings. So we avoid getting, you know, too deep into investments <clears throat> in the market on our show because we just don't have enough time to discuss all the nuances of this. But if you think your investments may be affected by the Biden tax plan, I urge you to work, you know, really to get together with a financial service professional to see how you can position yourself, you know, in the long term to be able to handle some of the risk.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's important. This is a good show, a great topic, uh, but we should take a quick break here, Corey. Do you have anything else for us before we do?
1: Yeah, Tonino, you know, I always encourage our listeners out there to visit our website at safeharbor.oh.com or give us a call at 614-760-0670 to really discuss on how my team might be able to help you answer any questions, address any concerns, you know, about your path towards retirement. You know, it's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. And really, the best way to take advantage of that is to set up a complimentary no-obligation meeting with me. And all you need to do is either go to our website at safeharboroh.com and and uh, you know request a meeting, or you can always give us a call at 614-760-0670. And just remember, all meetings with me are complimentary and there's no obligations. All
0: right. Sounds good. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Financially Fit Radio and our host, Corey Sickles, <clears throat>
1: or by calling us at 614-760-0670. Welcome back to Financially Fit. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. Now, if you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, just give us a call at 614-760-0670, or you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're visiting our site, be sure to click on the radio page. You can definitely check out some past shows as well as subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also, feel free to check out our blog page. Just type, you know, just go to safeharboroh.com or feel free to watch some videos on different types of financial topics by visiting our YouTube page at, just by typing in Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Now, during our show today, we've really been talking, you know, really taking a look at many elements of the Biden tax plan proposal and discussing how they may impact you and your financial strategy, especially if you're planning for retirement.
0: All right. Well, that sounds great. And yeah, it's been a great discussion so far. A lot of interesting things in this bill. How do you want to kick off this segment?
1: Well, you know, Tony, I, I just want to remind everyone out there that the Biden tax plan is still just a proposal. So it needs to be debated in Congress, negotiated and likely changed to some degree before it lands on the president Biden's desk, you know, for a signature. Now, as for the benefits for individuals and families, the plan does have some interesting nuggets. You know, the plan touts new and reworked tax benefits for working families, including using tax credits that are often refundable rather than simple tax deductions. So this part of the plan was designed to provide lower and middle income workers with similar savings that current deductions often provide to higher earners.
0: Right. And I tell you what, that's, that's interesting. And, you know, making sure your tax strategy reflects all of the options available to you is one of the best reasons, I think, to work with someone like yourself, Corey, a financial services professional. I mean, I'm not a tax preparer, uh, but I do believe the American tax system is, well, it's a mess. It's a labyrinth. <laughs> There's a lot to it. So having a partner to help you through it is the smart play, I think.
1: Yeah. And I, I really couldn't agree, you know, agree more, you know, for our listeners out there, you really need to be able to, you know, seek some, you know, some professional advice. And that's really what I'm here to do for you. But, you know, for the, for the Biden tax plan, you know, it does, it does propose two credits that are focused on children. First, it would expand eligibility for the child independent care tax credit to provide up to $8,000 in credits for certain expenses for low and middle income working families. Now, currently, the maximum for this credit is $3,000. The proposed plan would cap the credit at $16,000 for multiple dependents. Now second under the Biden tax plan, the child tax credit would be made completely refundable and grow from $2,000 to $3,000 per child for kids between the ages of 6 and 17. Additionally, it would provide a $3,600 per child credit for kids under the age of 6.
0: Well, that definitely sounds like good news for listeners with little ones still at home, but how about our favorite subject, Corey, retirement? What does the Biden plan say about that?
1: Well, quite a bit, Tony. You know, one substitution of a tax credit for a deduction that current law allows does not apply to retirement savings. So the Biden plan includes rules that would balance the tax benefits for contributions to your 401ks, thrift savings plans, 403Bs or any other retirement plans, you know, across the entire income spectrum. So depending on the proposal's finer details, which aren't currently known, there could be a you know really a a substantial impact for high earners. Specifically, if the potential revision to a 401k, you know, to a 401k contribution offered a taxpayer with a marginal tax rate of thirty five percent, a twenty percent tax credit rather than the present deduction. The tax savings for the current maximum yearly contribution of $19,000 would drop from 6852 to
0: $3,900. Wow. Okay. Interesting. And I've heard the Biden plan also addresses health insurance costs, which is, I know, going to be another area of interest for our listeners. What can you tell us
1: about that one? Well, Tony, the, the Biden proposal calls for increased access to health insurance. You know, as written, the plan would also provide refundable tax credits for insurance premiums that are tended to limit family spending on premiums to a maximum of 8.5% of their income. Additionally, the plan would provide enhanced tax benefits to those who purchase long-term care insurance as well. So if the version of this plan that President Biden eventually signs into law includes tax benefits for long-term care insurance. It may be, you know, it may be a great idea to work with a financial service professional to find something that fits your needs, especially for long-term care. And we've talked about it before, Tony, just on what that potential cost could be in retirement.
0: Yeah. And so far, it seems like the proposed plan has a pretty wide net that's seeking to offer up some benefits to a variety of people, at least.
1: Yeah, I think, I think you kind of hit it right there, Tony. You know, uh, the Biden plan also includes a credit for first-time home buyers to encourage wealth accumulation through home ownership. You know, the plan would reinstate the first time home buyer tax credit that was originally designed to stabilize housing during the great recession, you know, in the last decade. The credit would be as much as $15,000 for first time home purchases. It would be both refundable and advanceable as the, you know, the time of purchase rather than making the purchaser wait until they file their taxes. You know, you know, here in central Ohio, um hopefully they can find a house because right yeah. now there's, there's nothing on the market Yeah,
0: there isn't I, I mean my neighborhood there used to be you know not that long ago you see for sale signs go up and down all the time it was just kind of how it worked especially in the spring and summer and and now there's nothing i i don't see one for sale sign and our our neighbor's a realtor and he said that if you put a house on the market it'll go instantly and usually w- you you have to offer above asking to even get a house that goes on the market, and you have to be lucky it's- lucky to hear about it the minute it goes on the market or it won't. I mean, it's just that there's nothing out there, and the prices are eh, pretty high. I think it's a seller's market right now rather than a buyer's market, but uh, that that's a good point. And, you know, obviously, first-time homebuyer credit is a good thing for younger Americans, right?
1: Yeah, that's right. You know, as as could the as also the proposed um, plans student debt help as well. So the plan would provide tax relief for those with student loan debt. It would also offer more robust forgiveness and deferral rules. Currently, loan forgiveness must be reported as income, but under the Biden plan, assistance would forgive the balance of a borrower's outstanding debt after twenty years without socking them with you know some type of tax liability.
0: Yeah student loan forgiveness in and of itself you know it's it's an issue that folks probably want to keep an eye on because there are a number of proposals regarding that floating around right now and i know that there's some support on both sides of the aisle and uh, you know it they want to address what seems to be a significant issue for millions of americans but again uh there is political divide on a lot of these issues so they may not make it into the final bill
1: yeah, you're. I think you're exactly right on that, Tony. You know, it doesn't, you know, really seem to seem outlandish, I guess, to think that some or that much of what's in the Biden plan maybe, you know, is going to become law, but certainly not all of it will. So other student debt proposals making the round may prove to be more reasonable to lawmakers than what's in the president's proposal, you know, as we speak today. Yeah,
0: for sure. Well, yeah, Corey, and and the show's been great so far. You're talking about this proposed Biden tax plan and some of the ways that its details may affect us, uh, you know, here in 2021 and for years to come. And these kind of proposals, I mean, they're obviously incredibly dense. I guess that's a word I would use or thick. There's a lot to them, but I think we've done a good job. You've given us a, a great high level and useful breakdown. What do you have for us next?
1: Well, I think it's a good idea right now, Tony, to kind of address payroll and estate taxes, which is obviously a significant area of interest for many of our listeners out there. So in 2020, the Social Security payroll tax is 6.2% for both employer and employee on salaries up to the contribution limit of $142,800 for 2021. For the self-employed, the Social Security tax is 12.4% of net profits. So the Biden plan would implement an additional Social Security payroll tax of 6.2% for both the employer and employee on income of $400,000 or more. So the plan doesn't call for additional Social Security taxes on salaries between $142,800 and up to, you know, $399,999.
0: Yeah. And I think uh, a lot of our listeners out there today, Corey, are going to be able to take away some really good and useful information from all of this, but I can't get over this nagging feeling that uh, many of them are probably out there saying, okay, I get all this, but are my taxes going to go up?
1: And I think that kind of, uh, and and anxiety, Tony, you know, is more than reasonable in the simplest way for me to answer that question is to say, it depends, right? to know what the impact, you know, to you might be. Uh, Your best bet may be to find a, you know, a tax professional or even a financial surf you know, professional like myself who can really help you look at your unique situation and provide some recommendations, especially once the bill does pass.
0: Yeah, I think that's important. Now, in the time we have left, how about a quick recap about whose taxes are going to go up under this plan?
1: Yeah, no problem, Tony. So under President Biden's proposal, taxes for corporations and for most people with incomes of $400,000 or more will go up. It would return us to the pre-2017 top marginal individual tax rate of 39.6% and swap out flax or a flat rate tax credits for some deductions. People with incomes greater than $1 million would pay the same rate on investment income as they do on wages. Um, equity and hedge fund managers would be subject to ordinary income rates on carried interest as well. Okay.
0: Well, there's a lot to digest here uh, when it comes to the Biden tax plan. But as you noted earlier, well, a lot of these elements may become law. It's likely the bill, as currently proposed, will have changes uh, if it makes it through there. So, how about an updated episode once the bill is actually signed? We should probably do that, right?
1: Yep. That des- that definitely sounds like a great plan, Tony. You know, I-, I know for our listeners out there today, we have covered a lot in this episode. So if you'd like more information about what we've discussed, I highly encourage you to visit our website at safeharboroh.com. Or give us a call at 614-760-0670 to discuss how my team might be able to answer your questions or address any concerns that you may have. You know, it's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. And really the best way to do that is to take advantage of a complimentary no-obligation meeting with me. And that meeting can be face-to-face via Zoom um, or even a conference call. Um, the, The best thing to do is sit down with me, get a second set of eyes looking at your financial plan. And if you don't have one, as I always say, you need to make sure that you have one tomorrow.
0: Yeah, good point. I think that's great, Corey. And listeners, that wraps up today's episode of Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles.
1: Join us soon for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to
0: Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614 760 0670